Hello everyone and welcome to a very special mini episode of According to Jason with me, myself, and I. Glad you're listening. Welcome to the show. We have three great topics today. First is Carmelo Anthony joining the Portland Trailblazers. Next is Colin Kaepernick and his private workout. And third is my picks for the NBA Western Conference playoff picture. So first up is Carmelo Anthony. Now, Carmelo Anthony is back. He's back in the league. It's so awesome. He started for the Portland Trailblazers, and he had a pretty all right game going 4 for 14 from the field for 10 points and 4 rebounds. And honestly, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I was fine with that, uh, that game, but I'm just really excited to see Carmelo back in the league. Um, I can see he's uh, accepted his role, and... You know, I, I, he better he better do really good tonight because he's the only player on my fantasy basketball team that's playing. So he better put up like some Wilt Chamberlain numbers, or at least be a solid contributor. Because holy crap, um, Carmelo uh, was recently with the Houston Rockets. Well, by recently I mean eight months ago, and after ten games was cut, and that looked to everyone to be Carmelo's last shot last chance in the NBA and happily Carmelo Anthony is back and I'm so excited for him I'm so happy for him to be back and I mean the pros of this move for the Portland Trailblazers is probably that um, they've got a great scoring player um, they've got a solid um, starter when they need him to start um, I you know I, I think so um, he provides some great scoring off the bench, and as you've seen in the past with the New York Knicks, he's had an excellent three-point percentage at 44% uh, career for the Knicks. Um, really, I can see him being a really big corner specialist, and if the Portland Trailblazers can really develop him into a three-point specialist, I think he's going to be a great addition to the team, and once Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum can come back and play together. I mean, CJ's ba- CJ's still playing, but once those two get back together and we have, um, you know, we have all those players that were injured, um, you know, you know, I can see this Portland Trailblazers team really going places and Carmelo Anthony's a great addition. And on the other side of the coin, um, his defense is something to be desired. Now it's only been one game, but this is the first time in his career he's ever averaged a block. Congratulations, Carmelo. Um, but he has never been known for his defense. And, I mean, it's just... I I understand that in the past he was just used to be a scorer and, you know, be the team... the player that the team really needed to score right then and there. But his defense is something to be desired. His passing and playmaking is something that... Um, you know, is something to be wished for, but I can see him as, you know, a scoring specialist for the Portland Trailblazers, and that's the con. The other cons are, is he able to really respect, uh, you know, the, the Trailblazer system? Is he going to be that system player that the Trailblazers want him to be, or is he going to try and revert back into the 20 points per game score that we've seen in the past? And, what I really hope is that Carmelo is able to accept the role and have a successful year with Portland and hopefully lead to another contract offer in the future. Um, next up is Colin Kaepernick. Now, Colin Kaepernick had his private workout a couple of days ago, and to be honest, uh, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Uh, Colin Kaepernick had zero 
interest so far from any of the teams that went. And he told NFL scouts um, to go back to your GMs and tell them not to be afraid anymore. But, oh boy, that was it. I, I watched about 20 minutes of that workout, and he did he did well enough, but um, I can't see him being back in the league. And, you know, it might be just me being pessimistic, but I just can't see a future for Colin Kaepernick in the league. I mean, he has had a very good career. I mean, solid career, at least, up to uh, up to this point in San Francisco. But... Um, and I won't take sides on this. I won't take the sides of Colin Kaepernick and his protesting. I won't take the side of people who don't like Colin Kaepernick protesting, but, um, I feel like this protesting and his kneeling for the national anthem is really just screwed his career. I mean, can I, can he get back in the league? Yes, he can get back in the league, but with little to no interest, I can't see him being back in the league. And that's all I have to really say about Colin Kaepernick. And finally is the Western Conference playoff picture and my picks for the Western Conference playoff picture. And um, this was just my opinion. And um, keep in mind, they've played just under 20 games right now. So <laughs> right now, I don't think that um, the, you know, these... Uh, predictions. I don't think these predictions will hold up as well because I'm pretty bad at picking um, a playoff contenders and team records and things. But at my first seed, I put the Denver Nuggets. And the Denver Nuggets, uh, you know, that might sound kind of a shock to you. I mean, there's the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers and the Rockets and the, um, you know, uh, the, the, the Nuggets. I can see being one of the best regular season teams in the league. And it's really all because of Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. This was mostly opinionated. I didn't really look into this one as much. Um, you know, I, I'm usually the stat guy, but I just have a feeling that the Nuggets can really be that that breakthrough team and be the first seed in the Western Conference. Now, keep in mind, this is under 20 games so far. We've only played under 25 games. The Warriors only have three wins right now, so we're just going to um, take this all with a grain of salt. So, number two is the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Danny Green. That team is currently 12-2 and and the top of the Western Conference. This team looks quite unstoppable, and I would think they're unstoppable, but the problem is, is that the Western Conference is stacked this year, and it's, the team is, this, this conference has finally had the parity it deserves, I mean, the Suns have seven and wins, the Timberwolves and the Kings are in the eight and nine seed, I mean, that's, that's not a big surprise, but they have wins, this, this conference is competitive, like, more competitive than in recent years, and, Honestly, the Lakers are a top three seed, but I don't think that they can, I don't think they're as unstoppable as everybody thinks, but they are an extremely good team. Next up is the Los Angeles Clippers. I put them at the number three seed and the same thing goes for the uh, Clippers. Um, but before I move on to that, I would love to congratulate Patrick Beverly actually on his nomination for the most convincing flop of all time. He was barely touched and he sold it like a champ. Um, I would definitely recommend you going and watching it. Look up Patrick Beverly Flop. It's quite 
the flop and I it's I think it deserves a I think it deserves a watch. Um, but the Clippers, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are finally going to play together and that is so exciting. I'm so excited for this Clippers team who are 10 and 5. They're the 4 seed and I don't see that seeding changing that much. I can see them going up one, maybe down one, but the Clippers are one of the teams to beat in the NBA playoffs this year. The Clippers have one of the best offensive ratings in the league, and they aren't as top-rated as, say, the Bucks or the Rockets, but they are a team that will be able to hold on and make a really deep playoff run this year, and I think that they're really in the conversation. I think they're in the conversation to win the NBA Finals. I think that they can. I think they will. At the four seed is the Utah Jazz. Now, I'm a Jazz fan, and it's going to be real tough for me not to go on a five-minute rave about the Utah Jazz. But the Jazz, man, here's some stats for you. They are the third best rated offensive team in the league right now. And the lineup of Mike Connolly, Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, Boyan Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert is the third highest rated offensive team in the league. I read that this morning. They're, they're still one of the best defensive teams in the league as well. And shout out to all my friends and cousins who said that they were a 6-8 to eight seed at best. The Jazz are going to make a deep playoff run this year. And I know I'm a Jazz fan, and I should probably remain unbiased, and I haven't given as much praise to the other teams, but this team is ready to make a deep playoff run. I'm telling you this now. Next up is the Rockets, who are not really uh, in the in the, in the the right mode to make a deep playoff run. And yes, they're... I rank them as a fifth seed, but I can see this Rockets team to be the same disappointing Rockets team that they see a year in and year out. A great regular season and a very disappointing postseason. And the Jazz and the Rockets and the Clippers look very similar and they look they look kind of equal. But I feel like the Rockets are going to have a strong regular season then just end up disappointing in the end. I mean, uh, I just, I don't see the duo of Russell Westbrook and James Harden working very for very much longer. Number six, I put the Dallas Mavericks, Kristaps Porzingis, and Luka Doncic are the best duo I've seen in quite a few years. And LeBron James and Anthony Davis, yes, that is probably the best duo in the league. Maybe Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, but this is the best young duo in the league, and they are looking, maybe not title contenders, but they are looking like some a team that could really make a deep playoff run if they really tried. Um, I put them as number six seed. I consider this a challenge. I think that the Mavericks should consider this a challenge uh, to, you know, step it up and really be the best that they can be, honestly. They are an excellent team, and this six seed should really encourage them to uh, really step it up and be one of the best teams in the league. I understand that most Dallas Mavericks players don't listen to my show, but I think that this should be some motivation. Um, uh, At number seven, I put the San Antonio Spurs, and the San Antonio Spurs are currently the 14th seed in the NBA Western Conference. They are 5-10, and 
and they're on a seven game losing streak and that might sound quite that might sound crazy considering that in their conference they're three and six at home they're four and four completely mediocre four and four they're at a losing streak of seven they look like there's no end in sight for this losing but please just hear me out the san antonio spurs are still the same san antonio spurs you saw last year good enough to make the playoffs but not good enough to make the nba finals but i can still see them being a solid team and making the seventh seed and still being able to make the playoffs uh lamarcus aldridge uh demar derozan Dejounte murray i mean these names are just uh aren't just names these are names of winners and players that will be able to take this team to better places but i think that the spurs really need to get it together they have a solid defensive rating they're at the top of their game in defensive rating they always have been but they are just not a good offensive team as of late and i think if they can fix that work the kinks out they can really be one of the best teams in the the lower the lower half of the western conference i i think at number eight i put it as a toss-up between the timberwolves and the blazers and uh, I know there can't be two eight seeds. There always has to be a ninth seed, even if they have the same record. But these two teams, um, I went over Carmelo Anthony and the Portland Trailblazers. I told uh, you viewers, you listeners, that uh, they really needed to work out some things, get their starters back. Um, but the Timberwolves are looking much, much, much better than they did last year. And I'm so excited for both of these teams to bounce back well and for in the case of the Timberwolves keep playing like they are and uh, be one of the best two teams um, at the bottom of the playoffs so that's it thank you for listening to according to Jason if you'd like to find out more about episodes and when they come out follow my Instagram page at according.jpodcasts thank you for listening hope you enjoyed it